This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's a feeling we didn't want for a while, but it's a feeling which is all too familiar that horrible stench, that horrible lull of a loss. Mansfield Town lose 1-0 at home to Harrogate on a cold and dark Tuesday night. A result the Stags didn't want Nigel Clough's first defeat as Mansfield Town boss bringing to an end an unbeaten run of six in all competitions tonight. Me, Nathan and Cam will run through the game, share our reactions and try and pinpoint exactly what went wrong and try and pick ourselves up after a defeat leaves us just outside the relegation zone on goal difference alone. Things need to take a U-turn yet again and step another level, but this time round, speaking positively, It doesn't feel as bad as it has done in the previous months. Let us know your thoughts, as always, in the comments. This is the Cooldown Post-Match Reaction Show. Mansfield Town 0, Harrogate 1. Welcome to the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. It's a night we didn't really want. A 1-0 defeat at home to Harrogate Town leaves us feeling a little bit numb, a little bit um, down in the dumps and a little bit lethargic. And I think that is perhaps the word uh, which I'll use to sum up uh, tonight's performance and tonight's game. As always, in the comments, feel free to have your say. Lots of you doing so already. I've got the phone primed, ready to try and skim through as many comments as uh, as I can. First, I'll uh, come to my comrades who um, are joining me from a virtual afar. Uh, I can already tell you why we've lost tonight, and that's because Nathan Edge is wearing a Mansfield Town shirt yet again. What have we said about wearing shirts on match day? How are you, mate? You well? Good evening. Let me, I, I actually swapped it at half-time. 
So this was a desperate uh, attempt to try and uh, change the game, and it didn't work. Oh dear! Uh, desperate attempt. Is that what you're going to try and? Is that your words that you're going to try and use to sum up uh, tonight's game? Desperate attempt. No, because that's two words. I've got one word to sum it up for me tonight. It's uninspiring. Uninspiring. Cam Felton joins us uh, from Manchester, as always. He's got his university mug trying to con us all into thinking that he is actually studying. Uh, Cam, what did you make of tonight's game? Your one-word report? Deja vu. That counts as one word. We'll, we'll give it you. We'll give it you. We'll hear <laughs> we'll him. Yeah, with some hyphens in there. You're a uni student, so you can work it out. Um, as always, we'll come to them for their opinions throughout tonight's show. But lots of you getting in touch already, so I want to try and get through and, and catch up uh, as much as I can. As always, have your say on your team. Please try and keep it as clean as possible. This is a family-friendly-ish oh, show. <laughs> well, we're just trying to appeal to all markets, but, you know. Get the bell ready. Uh, the bell is ready, don't worry. The bell is primed and ready for to, to, to stomp that out. Uh, and also, if there's duplicate comments, I might skip past them just so we're not repeating ourselves. Um, because we all know that everybody wants to get through this as quickly as possible and watch I'm a Celebrity on uh, ITV Plus One at 10 o'clock. So we'll do our best for you. We'll do our best. And of course, extra podcast later this week as well, just to cheer you all up. More on that uh, later. Martin has kicked us off tonight saying, what on earth w- uh, was that that I've just watched? Clough seems to delay on bringing subs on. That's two games now. Steven says, never looked like winning or even scoring. We have gone backwards. Uh, Jamie says, well, that was poor. Nothing up front. Didn't create much. I don't rate Ollie Clark at all. Big changes are needed for the next game. Roger, oh no, we lose to the new boys again. Suppose it was bound to happen. Um... Callum says, I said on Friday there was nothing uh, but positives to take from the game. There was absolutely nothing positive from from that game tonight. Set pieces were one of many problems tonight. Everyone went over someone's head uh, straight to the first man. Start taking the chances. Stags. Uh, Paul says, Dagenham will come to Field Mill Sunday and turn the Stags over. Keith, oh dear, not the result we needed. Uh, Craig, Craig says, I'd have made four changes at half-time. Maynard looked not interested one bit. Benning, McLaughlin, what does he bring to the game? Charlesley non-existent to, tonight. Jamie, why can't we win at home? Uh, Terry says, can't blame the manager this time. He needs backing up and a good clear out needed. Um, Steve says, champagne to beer in two matches. Uh, Mark says, Maynard was poor. Paul says, Clough didn't look happy at the end. We needed at least we need at least five to six new signings in January. Mark says they worked it out too easily. No plan B and late substitutions just expected um, better. And Richard says Maynard is utter garbage. Lazy, not interested. Mark says no B, C or D tonight in terms of in terms of plans. I'll come to some more of your comments uh, as we go through the show. But let's uh, go over to, uh, to Nathan Edge at the other side of Mansfield tonight. Nathan, um, a disappointing performance. Uh, uninspiring, I think, you used to, to sum the game up at the, at the start of the show. And for me, watching, actually, I turned to my dad after about 10 minutes and said, we look really, really lethargic. We look really leggy. And I have to admit, when that team news came out just after 6 o'clock, I was very very, very surprised to see yet again uh, the same starting lineup. I felt that we, I felt that we needed some legs on Saturday, and I certainly felt like we needed it tonight. And in the end, I feel like I've been proved right a little bit. It's a tough one. Um, I mean, it was a very flat performance from from beginning to end, basically. Um, and it's, I, I knew this was going to sort of come up about the, the, the initial sort of team selection. And I, I, the hard thing is, I guess, last week we were saying if it's not 
fix if it's not broken don't you know don't fix it and it wasn't necessarily broken last week but you know we had an extra day to uh you know rest than than what Harrogate did um so I you know I don't think that that it shouldn't have been the case so I don't know why it, why that was the case but for me what was evident is um quite quite early on you could see it wasn't wasn't clicking there was too many players that were uh, you know, well under under par today. Not 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 t- they didn't turn up. Um, so rather than necessarily for me, I, you know, it wasn't necessarily a starting team that was a problem. It was, I think we probably should have changed it probably more aggressively. We've got you know we've got the option of five subs now. I'm not saying you know we should have gone all out with five subs straight away, but um, I'd like to see more of a change. I think it I think it needed a real shake up tonight, uh, as we sort of saw as the game's going to unfold. Yeah, Nathan mentioned the five subs thing there, Cam, and we were sort of saying in the chat at, at half time that we perhaps should have made at least three. He didn't make any. He left it and uh, left it relatively quite late actually in the in the second half to uh, to bring a couple of changes on. Is, is it just a thing of him? him giving putting trust into the players to try and you know you've got us into this mess sort of thing you go and get us out of it or is it or or is it something else I mean me personally if I would have been in Nigel Clough's shoes tonight and I know it's very easy to sit here and say this but I'd have certainly given the where we are on the table and, and where we actually were at half time which was in the relegation zone due to other results I would have certainly uh, made one or two changes and just to make a statement to the players of, well, if you're not going to perform and you, and you are going to get us in trouble, there are players here waiting for a shirt. Well, exactly. I think that whilst I can understand why we don't want to change it too much to unsettle the team or to um, to dishearten the players, because we, although we didn't win the game on Friday, it's not like we were outplayed or everyone... I can't really pick anyone out that particularly had a big, uh, a bad game that then deserve to be dropped for tonight. Um, Can I just stop you there? Can I just stop you there? Are you making notes as we go through the show? Are you trying to be? Have, are you trying yeah. to up your game was, a bit? I'm genuinely <laughs> trying to pick out what went wrong tonight, and I'm just making a list of what players did and what didn't happen. In it. Send him to university, so mate. Give forget. him a pen. He thinks he's a master of football. <laughs> Hello. I love it. I love it. I love it's the commitment. It. Uh, yeah. Next Gary Neville. Yeah. Do you know what? Oh, no. Some, something has clearly changed in Cam over the last week to make him more of a man and to make him more committed to this podcast. Uh, moving on to your comments, Jamie says uh, it just shows that Cluffy doesn't have faith uh, in the squad. Uh, Roy says, for God's sake, we do need to calm down a bit, but I would definitely give Cook and Reed a chance now. For me, Maynard uh, just misses too many chances, golden chances, and tonight, for some reason, our creativity disappeared, got totally outbattled um, across the park. Well, good point that as well, isn't it, Cam, really? That, you know, <laughs> because we've, we've lost a game again, we've sort of... I feel certainly looking at social media at some posts that we have sort of dropped back into that mindset of oh we need to clear out we need to do this we need to do that we need to we're it, like I said at the top of the show it doesn't feel like a loss in terms of where we were three or four weeks ago it does feel like this squad were actually capable of getting a point tonight and to be fair last maybe 15 minutes or so they actually gave it a go I think it's just the fact that they didn't have enough legs about them and you have to give a lot of credit to to Harrogate as well who came here got the goal I think you said smash and grab at one point as well got the goal and, and then just sat behind the ball and defended really really well you've got to credit them got to give them credit as as much as you give us credit in some in some respects Exactly. I think you can see exactly see why 
them and Barrow were so effective back in the conference last season. Just actually being able to get the ball forward, use the ball effectively, but then actually close out again, which is something that we seem to struggle with for the last three years. And it's not even... I wouldn't even say that it's specific players not being asked. I think Nicky Maynard's one that comes to mind quite often. I think when our back line is just being sussed out so easily, it's hard for the midfield players, especially the attacking midfield players, your Lapsley's, your Charlesley's, and then your forward too, to actually have an impact on the game. And it's something that we've been found out every single game this season. And even games where we've won, we've been questionable. So it just springs back to like the Forest Green game. Yes, we won. But they would, you could see that that second goal for Forest Green had have been cut, was coming eventually. We managed to just hold on, and if we can hold our hold our defence strong, then we'll be all right. But it's just that I think tonight, whilst we didn't want to change the team, I think that a lot of the players were ineffective. So like Kellen Gordon being able to actually run at the players because it was a very physical squad, limping it over the top, getting players in behind, and and trying to rattle our defence. It just didn't seem to work, and I think. A comment that you made in the group chat was that Ryan Sweeney maybe should have come out at half-time. Just that big, powering central mid, uh, central defender that we probably needed. And then someone like Andy Cook to boss it up front. And yes, Jordan Bowery can do it. But I think Cook and Bowery playing off each other, yes, it doesn't might not seem to work on paper. But I think when we're in that much of a battle and we can't seem to be just... We, we just couldn't I get into I felt it them. did. I felt it did because I think when, when Cook came on, he obviously had a point to prove he well, I mean, was very yeah, very did, effective but, but, it, but in the past we know it's in the not past it's not worked yeah but I think with the way we, we've set ourselves up now going at little, being a little bit more expressive from the middle those players who were missing before like your Ollie Clarks your, your George Marises your um, your Harry Charlesley's your George Lapsley's etc they're now getting into positions where they can pick up on those loose scraps and support the likes of, of Cook and I I'd, and Bowery playing together as a two. I wouldn't mind seeing that a little you look bit more. At the amount of chances that we could have created just bouncing off the second ball coming out to the edge of the box. Absolutely. And I think I think one name that springs to mind that we're particularly missing is someone like Danny Rose or Alex McDonald. Those sort of players that would would mop up a second ball. But no, they'd be in those <laughs> sort of positions. I'll oh, shut it, you. <laughs> but it's that sort of player that we're missing. It might not specifically be them. But it's that side of player because we can get the ball forward and we can create the chances. But we, we, we've just got no no hunger and no desire to go after the second ball. Yeah, we are. We are, for me, I said this to my dad as well. Uh, for me, we're missing that commanding brick house of a centre-half centre who, who isn't necessarily good with his feet, but is absolutely dominant in the air, can just come in and, and win a header and just go bang, get us up to the halfway line and then let somebody come in and win the ball and move the ball forward and get us playing again. For me tonight, I, I, this is what frustrates me so much about Farron Ross, and I felt he had a really good game um, on Friday night. Tonight, I'd have dragged him off after 10 minutes. He, 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 he was poor, he wasn't winning his headers, he was getting us into trouble a lot of the time, and like I, that's why I said in the group chat, we need someone like Sweeney to come on, be big, be strong, commanding. And I think that's the first thing we need to look for in a, in the January transfer window. I know we tried in the summer to bring our average age down, but we need a player who is 29, 30, 31, who's played at a good level to just come in, sit in, the, sit in that back line 
and just boss it and run the game from there because at the minute we are so inexperienced we are so lackluster at times we that's what weakens us and we have to have we have well, it's to kind of that. tough because the one player that that screams to mind is kind of just signed for solihull so <laughs> If you get what I mean. Yeah, we certainly do. Right, I'm going to come back to a few more of your comments. I might skip a few if they're if they're uh, if they're quite similar. I know there's a lot coming in tonight. I know Cam likes to keep his eye on him as well, and his newfound confidence role of uh, writing things down, checking the comments, and adding content to the show. Funny what that does to you, isn't it? Uh, Gav says very slow going forward. Their keepers should uh, should be made to work a lot harder. Some of these players just don't care. Uh, Clive says to a man, we were second best tonight. Uh, please don't ask for a man of the match vote. Unfortunately, it's become a feature of the show. Good luck with that. Uh, Gary says Harrogate were better without the ball. This was not expected. Technically poor and set pieces were shocking. Mr. Clough has a huge task. Players are not doing it. Uh, just very quickly on on that, Nath. I mean. How much is that um, very quick resurgence under Richard Cooper and the way we we changed and the sort of the, the very quick momentum we got from that perhaps hindered us tonight when we're looking at that? Cam mentioned it a little bit earlier. You know, we got a little bit lucky maybe at Forest Green. Um, it was starting to show a little bit on on Friday night. You know, it was never going to be a quick fix. And I think, like Nigel said in his uh, in one of his press conferences, we're improving. But it's going to take a long time to improve. And, you know, we just need to have a little bit more patience about us. Yeah, I mean, you know, expectations levels might have gone up a little bit. And we were all hoping, you know, we were all saying six games unbeaten, uh, you know, hoping to make it another one. You know, we all wanted it to. And I guess probably a part of us also, um, you know, like I said, expected a little bit more. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to... Uh, panic too much like we say we need to sort of uh, be a bit balanced we can't get too high when we when we win or too low when, when we lose we need to sort of um, manage that side of things but the, the, I just hope I'm hoping tonight was just an off night you know from a lot of players and when you have a lot of players off you know it's going to affect the whole team obviously um, and I'm hoping it, it's not um, it's not a fact of we had a bit of adrenaline, you know, a bit of an ad- adrenaline injection when we when Coops came in. We had that bounce, and then obviously Clough. I'm hoping that's not wearing off. Uh, you know, let's just hope it is a an off night, and um, you know, we have got a, a you know a good opportunity to try and bounce back now. So um, it's it's again managing those expectation levels, but it's just hard because we're desperate to win because look where we are in the league. That doesn't help matters. Yeah, it certainly doesn't. I'd, I'd suggest doing what Nigel Clough did and uh, openly admitted as well. I didn't look at the league table. That's that's what he said. That's what he said. Uh, Gary says, uh, this was Barrow revisited, lost again to a big strong side. We haven't got a battle in us. Also gone back to spreading out, no short passes and support for each other, missing someone like Bishop. I have to say on the back of that point as well uh, from Gary there, uh, I was a little bit disappointed to see us playing more of a flat 4-4-2 again. Uh, tonight we seem to have lost a little bit of spark since we've reverted to a, a flat shaped midfield rather than well, playing the uh, playing the diamond. When you were saying a, a, about Sweeney coming at half time, now I, I don't think that for me anyway, I don't think the problem lied with necessarily the defence tonight, apart from uh, probably switching off for their for their goal. For me, it it, it was the uh, going forward where the issue was from you know the midfield through to the strikers. N- nothing was was happening. Every pass being. You know, it was over hit going out for goal kicks. That set pieces. I mean, I'd, I'd for the for the next three days, I'd, I'd have them on that field, uh, practicing set pieces. Cause they were awful. But when you said about Sweeney, that 
to me, I would have put Sweeney in there. And I'd, I know Perch has done well in, in the back four, but I'd have put him in front. You know where Maris was? Yeah. Because this is where I feel yeah. like we've been, we've been missing a bit. We're missing that player holding where Maris was. And because uh, we're not getting the best out of laps at the minute, we need to get him higher up. And when we did have Cook and Bowery on there, it, you wanted somebody like Lapsley to, to pick up off that where, you know, Cam was saying about that second ball. Um, having Perch holding there would have given him that freedom to, to for us to play that diamond a bit more again. And that's, for me, that's what I really wanted and I was hoping to see. So we need to get the most out of players like Lapsley, who's, who went on a great, uh, you know, on a, on a fantastic run of form yeah. when he was in a bit, bit more of an advanced role. And it's trying to... I think we missed Maris, not necessarily just because of what he brought to the team himself, but the what way, he brought shape-wise. Yeah, yeah, the way that he, ch- he changed the shape, absolutely. Uh, spot on points from Chris and Danny here as well, just sort of uh, altering the perspective a little bit. Um, Chris says, I'm glad this happened. Clough now knows what he needs to do. Uh, Danny says, let's see how we bounce back. Don't think we are as bad as when Cochrane was in charge. Slightly concerned that Clough doesn't fancy Cook. Definitely need to do something in January. Should have kept uh, CJ and Rosie, of course. Yeah, that's... Um, uh, and Chris also asks, uh, adds, uh, Clough now knows what he's up against. Not a bad thing, uh, to be fair. Uh, played a few games. They seemed up there uh, for Clough. Uh, now he knows it's real. Got to get rid of a few in January. Rawson will be the first gone. Um, Roger says, we've only lost one game, though, very recently. So it's not the end of the world. Like seasons before, we will be on that roller coaster ride um, as usual. Um, it's it's one, of the, one of those things, isn't it? You know, When a new manager comes in, yes, you want to go on a good run of form, Cam. Yes, you want to try and build a little bit of momentum. But sometimes you actually do want one of these results thrown in there. And you do want to concede a goal early because it's a real test of character. And actually, when you look at how the game's fallen and what comes next, we've actually got almost a free shot of playing about again and free shot of tinkering once more. Yes, we've lost a game to, uh, to let's face it, a decent-ish Harrogate start who were on a, on a bit of a ride. Yes, they were on a poor run of form. Actually, in terms of the form table, they were bottom in the last six games. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're a good side and they got promoted for a reason. Um We've lost that game, we've conceded that goal, we've not got back into the game. Now we've got an, an opportunity against a non-league side on Sunday. Yes, in front of the TV cameras, albeit you know via an app or whatever, to have a go, to tinker a little bit, to put it right. A little bit of a banana skin, I grant you, but if I were Nigel Clough, I'd have got into that dressing room. I wouldn't have said, enough, said a lot, but certainly on Sunday, when the shirts get handed out, I'd, I'd, I'd go... You've now got 90 minutes to go and win a game of football and prove to me you are good enough to play for this football club because in a month's time, that transfer window opens and mark my words, I will have no qualms whatsoever in putting you on a transfer list and actively seeking a move for you or putting you in the reserves. I want people who are committed to playing for the shirt, now go and show it. And we've also, we've got a free shot at that, Cam. Yeah, and I think that obviously Cluffy's not going to take any, any crap from the players and... He's he's not. I'm not. I'm not particularly saying that maybe the managers in the past have been a bit of a pushover, but it's it's not the players running the show now, and Clough needs to to really stamp his authority on the team. And yes, we've had a bit of a new manager bounce, as you do, but now it's like right, we've bit, hit a bit of a hitch in the road. Let's regroup. Yes, it might seem like a free hit, but it is a banana skin on Sunday. Let's go out, change it slightly, and yeah prove why the players are here and, and why they should be here. And obviously, like players like Stephen McLaughlin, obviously only here until January. 
on a short-term yeah. deal. He's got a point to prove. I have to say, seen... I have to say, football managers out today. I've been playing it for a couple of weeks in the beta version. Stephen McLaughlin's already been released from my stag squad, but <laughs> I, I am top. I am, I, God is a... I am top of the league, and Maynard scored twenty-eight goals. So obviously, a football manager is not Jeez. on par this year. You know, so. Last thing, I think McLaughlin could be a, a key player, but it's just. His games are so few and far between. He's another one, isn't he? Like Nathan said about um, Lapsley playing at the top of the diamond. He's another one who we have to find a specific position for because when he's played wide left, he's not really been that effective with Mal. They tend to get in each other's way. Then when he's played sort of in the middle of, of the diamond, I don't know, he, he sort of leaves us a little bit exposed. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's just another one. We need to find a place for it. But it, it, it's games like. Sunday where it's yes there's going to be pressure on us but it's not if we lose we lose it's yeah. not the end of the world we're out of a cup competition big whoop yes it'd be nice to get to round three and it'd be a nice incentive to get a, a decent cup draw the other side but at the end of the day the league is more important and considering we're sat in 22nd position at the moment and only by the virtue that Scunthorpe have played less games and got a worse goal difference the fact that we're actually outside the relegation zone well, that's I mean, a scary thought. I, I, I know it's, you say it's not end of the world if we lose on Sunday, but um, I feel like it might feel like that on here. <laughs> following oh yeah, the game. It, it, it'll <laughs> feel like that. But I mean, yeah. when it when yeah, when you look at it in, in the grand scheme of things, I guess. yeah, 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 because yeah, it is it's pr- pretty much a free hit. We've we've got the chance to go out and play something. I think someone like your Tyree Sinclair's will have earned a shot. I think you'll probably see the reintroduction of Andy Cook. And we've because we saw our yes he didn't get a goal but we saw he was really being a nuisance off the bench and really getting into them areas that they didn't like and I think had we have got a bit more energy in the legs of the rest of the team then I think it would have come eventually because you could see we were just chipping and chipping and chipping away and the clock wasn't on our side and neither was uh, neither was the uh, the players' well, energy. Ch- chipping was quite the right word because the amount of both shots that went above the bar. I mean, oh <laughs> yeah. Like was it one one shot on target? You said. Um, I think that kind of says it all. So the, the the actual times when we did create chances, which were quite scarce throughout the match, when we did that, we we certainly didn't look like taking them. I mean, I think their keeper will uh, probably got a, quite a clean kit tonight. The kit might not have got to worry about him. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Danny says, "Hate to see it. Hate to say it, but we look like a bottom half side." Thank you, Mr. Cochran, for decimating our team we release players that would get us into the top six and replace them with unproven talent need a solid centre-back winger and defensive midfield ball winner I have to say I, I do pretty much agree with that Nath I think for me though when obviously when you bring somebody in like Nigel Clough expectation levels like we said go all the way through the roof I would be perfectly happy with a mid-table finish this year you know, give him two transfer windows to to try and change it to to freshen it up because that's what what's needed. We all know that January transfer windows are bummer anyway. It's very going to be very difficult to attract players, especially when we're still going to be in a sort of COVID world um, as well in terms of finances and etc. 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 So um, for me, it's just about trying to get a little bit further up the table, getting a little bit more momentum, but I'm certainly not expecting us to have a a run towards the playoffs or anything like that. For me, it's just about survival, playing for places, and and now completely starting afresh. Yeah, I mean, I'd absolutely snap your hand off now for a mid-table finish. Um, 
like I say, we're, yeah, we we are where we are because we uh, we really haven't been great this season. And and to be fair, you probably say, you know, Scunthorpe. Okay, yeah, they've they've lost tonight, but um, they they started they've started turning themselves around a little bit, and they've still got a game in hand. So you could basically say we pretty much are in the relegation zone at the moment. So, you know, we really do have to. To, to, to do something to get out of there and it's not going to be easy because it's you know like Clough said he, he isn't a miracle worker and neither is January it's not going to be a magic wand as well to to fix a squad it's going to have to be a lot of hard work um, but I don't I'm not I'm not going to overly criticise Graham Cochran for the recruitment in the summer because I think we all everybody I think to a man said On that paper, we need to, yeah. need to clear out yeah and, and we've done that um, yes, there'll be question marks on on each individual player that's been brought in. It's a bit, you know, I don't know where where Mayonnaise has gone, but he, he doesn't seem in favour at all. And then you've got the players that, that are there that aren't really doing doing it. So um, there's going to be questions over certain individuals that have come in. But um, you know, just last week we've all been saying, or, or majority of us have said that actually maybe maybe we have got a good enough squad to compete. It's just about getting them playing. So I'm not going to change that you know I, I've said that over the last few weeks I'm not going to change that based on one bad performance I, I'm hopeful that it was just an off night you know it didn't like you said it doesn't necessarily feel like it did weeks ago under under Cochrane where we were completely out of ideas and and it was looking like we we're going to ship four or five each game uh, you know it was that they, they had that that you know the chance they took it and we just had a real off night and that's what it feels like yeah, and the most annoying thing for me, I think, is that we when we had, we did actually have chances, but it's just being able to follow them up is the most frustrating thing because I think when we for the last few years where we've had players that will follow these chances up will be running into the box or just on the edge of the box when you just want them to be just in the right place at the right time, just to smash in a rebound. It's not even that the players can't be asked; it's just that there's just no. Like when we get forward, we, we just get forward that quickly. There's just no structure. There's no... It's, it's like we're watch, bunch, watching a bunch of chickens run around sometimes. And well, yes, the, the idea is there, but it's just actually get implemented into the game because there are there have been chances and we had chances on, on Friday night as well where we could have easily scored. We could have put three, four, five past teams in the past, but we've just not been able to finish the moves. For off. me personally, I think, I think. sorry, Nathan, you're eager to, to jump in. I just think that it's a little bit of an eagerness thing. I think it's a little bit of a, a, a fear thing as well. I think you could certainly tell, I know this is going back to the old manager and everything, but you could certainly tell that under the previous regime that players were afraid to make a mistake. And this that stays in your head for a long time when a new man comes in. You know, you are, it is getting close to January. You are sort of fearful of your place and things like that. So maybe there's a little bit of fear mentality. They've played a lot of games. It's a heavy pitch. Um, there's a lot of factors to take into consideration. I think we just need to sort of let the shackles off a little bit. What we really need to do is absolutely go out and just absolutely batter somebody and, and then just sort of pick up from there. But we have to make the right adjustments in, in the right areas. Quick question: Has it been raining again in Mansfield again today? Very slightly. It rained for about five minutes. Because that it just, it just seemed that the pitch was cutting up and players were slipping over like one. Pitch is very it's... heavy. It's not had a lot of work done to it over over the summer or, or anything. But uh, Mez and I know, his team I know have still done a sterling job to keep it as it is. But yeah, it's just unfortunate. But it, yeah, it's like when I 
couple of times in the second half where the ball's gone up in air and it's not even bounced. Yeah, well, it stopped there, didn't it? That I mean, Harrogate dealt with it quite well, so... You yeah. you just sit there hoping and praying like, please, ref, you saw that. Call it off. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't need games called. Don't need games called off. Not so. What would we do with the podcast then? We'd have to like do a, like a, I don't know, fifty-fifty. Yeah. To the, like, to the first half and then. Yeah. To just, the first half and then to the second half. Yeah, just yeah, just cut the podcast off halfway through the feed. Uh, three minutes or so left of uh, our chat about tonight's game. Get your uh, comments in now for who you want to vote as a man of the match. Going to be a very tough call tonight. I'll give you two uh, a couple of minutes to uh, to think about it as well whilst I finish off with some comments uh, about uh, tonight's game. Um, uh, Clive says, a better performance on Sunday is more more important than a win, in my opinion. Roger says, why not use Sinclair more on that right wing? Give him a go. I agree. I think young flair player, he should have perhaps come on a little bit earlier uh, tonight to show us what he could do. Uh, Roger says, let Sinclair get those crosses into the box. Uh, the cup game is a great opportunity to try some new players. It can't hurt to uh, try them out. Um Graham doesn't agree with my free shot comment. He says, a free shot against Dagenham. What are you talking about? It's important. We need to get into that third round, not least for the financial boost. Um, I'll tell you why I said a free shot against Dagenham. Because, yeah, you know the finances are great on an FA Cup run. It would be brilliant to get into the third round. But is it really the be-all and end-all? Not particularly. For me... It's going to hinder us more than help us. Yeah, I think... For, the next well, it, it could help in momentum. You know, yeah. win games. It just, you can't take it to lead. But let's be honest... Um, and F- yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and in, in, I'm talking about in these climates as well. You know, if we draw someone like Liverpool or Man City or Tottenham or whoever, a Premier League side at home in the FA Cup, doesn't matter, does it? Because we can't go. <laughs> so... Yeah, then it, then you look at it, it's like from a team that looks so lethargic and so unenergetic tonight, are they really going to be wanting an extra game? Yeah. I I mean, at... Yes, it's great for the club. It, it Obviously, it'd be my bloody luck to get Man City away or something. <laughs> Just but... round the corner. Yeah, you can go to uni there, but you can't watch the game. Yeah, but... I'm saying yeah. fr- I'm, I'm saying free shot in terms of it's, it's a no stress game if we lose it doesn't matter because we're not going to drop it doesn't we're not relying on what other teams around us do we're not going to drop into a relegation zone it's not going to cost us in the league for me league safety and the the survival in the league and staying in the league and cementing our future as a league team is way more important than any prize pot and any glorified third round tie against a premier league or championship team where we can't go and bloody watch it anyway and i nearly swore well, we won't win the FA Cup, will we? So exactly. It's, it's a grand scheme of things. I mean, it'd be lovely to have a cup run, but if it's, if that was the expense of staying up, then no chance. Absolutely. Uh, right, last couple of comments uh, tonight. Uh, whilst I'm stuck getting myself out of ramp mode. The radiator in here, by the way, is on full blast now. I'm absolutely sweating, so a rant is not going to do me any favours. Um, where did I get to? Oh, yeah. Um, Glyn says players need to look at themselves. Um, and final uh, comment tonight. No, I think I've done it. I think I've gone. For, I said the one about Sinclair, didn't I? Yes. Uh, right, uh, before we take a look through... Um, tonight's uh, results and get your votes for Man of the Match. Uh, we will round off with a little bit of, uh, Mant- we'll call it the Mansfield Matters uh, news segment um, tonight. Um, for those of you who don't know, Nathan and his partner Emma are expecting uh, uh, a baby. The gender reveal was the other day and I have to say, Nathan, I'm very disappointed in that gender reveal video. Why? Because the cannon didn't fire into your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very surprised by that, to be fair. I have that to say, I was, I was watching it and I was like, 
hope that um, I, I had a little thing in my head of is Emma going to make him hold it and point it into his face and <laughs> that would be funny. It would have been funny, but you are that really hurt though. Absolutely, if you yeah, not, if, I mean it went with a bang. So it did go with a bang. It's right. Um, if you've not seen the video, um, check out Nathan's channel. You've not changed the name of the channel yet, have you? Are you changing that at some point? We are considering rebranding, just but not yet. We haven't we haven't decided a name just yet. Just search Nathan Nemer on YouTube. I know yeah. a great graphics designer. Just yeah, saying. me, one who's doing nothing <laughs> at the minute. Uh, you were going to say me. You were my football manager. You were going to say me, Cam, weren't you? Just checking. yeah. I was going to say get off your arse and actually do something instead of sitting on football manager all day. Uh, you're a fine one to talk. By the way, what was in that mug? Was it tea or was it something a little bit stronger? Because we know you need to keep your strength up. Uh, right, let's hey, have a look. Hey, uh, by the way, um, so yes, Nate, if you missed it, Nathan is having a uh, uh, little baby boy. Nathan, I'm having a little baby boy. So little Craig will be arriving in a couple of months' time. Um, wait re- it's ginger. Lots of people saying congratulations, including Rebecca, who who said, "In the middle of all our sort of heated conversations, just changing topic. I apologise, but congratulations, Nathan, on the gender reveal. Thank you very much for Thank splitting you, up the comment. It actually gave me a focus to get away from uh, uh, from all the ranting. So yeah, little little Craig arriving very very soon indeed. <laughs> also, Mansfield matters news. Obviously, uh, we don't play until Sunday, which means we have a little bit of a gap in our schedule. We will be doing a Mansfield matters podcast on." Friday night, 6 o'clock. We'll be having a little bit of a look back over the last couple of games or so. We'll hear from uh, Nigel Clough and maybe one of the players as well. But we'll also be having a little look back, a little trip down memory lane to throw an old series at you at our FA Cup exploits. And, great news, Mug fans, there will be a quiz for you to win a Mansfield Matters mug and it'll be an interactive quiz so you can play along on your phones. Yes, I'm that bored at home doing sod all because I'm on furlough. I've made an interactive quiz. I'm putting more effort into the podcast, guys. It's I don't know how long it'll last, but you never you make know. make it sound like you're just wanting us to feel sorry for you. I am you a little sit bit. sit at home all day and do nothing. Yeah. yeah. There, there is a little bit of that, I'm not going to lie. Right, it's time to mute you two. Uh, start thinking about your votes from another match as I take a look at the scores elsewhere in Sky Bet League 2 tonight. So the Stags lose 1-0 at home. To Harrogate. Elsewhere, great game between Barrow and Oldham tonight. It finished Barrow 3, Oldham 4. 1 1 draw between Cheltenham and Cambridge. And Crawley were beaten at home 2 1 by Grimsby. By far the game of the night, though. Exeter City 6, Colchester United 1. Exeter on fire down there in Devon. Leighton Orient 1, Bradford 0. Newport County and Warsaw played out a one all draw. Cam Salford won 2 1 at home to Morecambe. Scunthorpe were beaten 1 0 at home to Bolton, a result which does us a bit of a favour. And Southend were also beaten at home 1 0 by Forest Green Rovers. Stevenage, not the result for us tonight, but Stevenage won 2 1 at home to Port Vale, whilst it was a 1 0 win for Tranmere at home to Carlisle United. Where does that put us then in the uh, Skybet League 2 table? Well, Newport County still lead the way at the top of the division. Three points clear of second place Cheltenham and four points clear of third place Cambridge. Forest Green, Exeter, Carlisle and Salford make up the playoffs. At the wrong end of the table though, it's Southend who are propping everybody up. They lost 1-0 tonight and they sit on five points in 24th. 
Massive gap, gap above them in 23rd. Scunthorpe there in 11 points. And just above the relegation zone, on goal difference alone, it's ourselves. And then Stevenage, who have a one better goal difference than us. Bradford in 20th. Next league game, not for a couple of weeks, of course. That's the league games over with until, uh, until December. When, of course, we face a tough trip to Cambridge United. Who currently sit third in Skybet League 2. First, though, an FA Cup tie on Sunday. Half past one, I think. Half past one, kick-off. Um, against uh, Dagenham and Redbridge live on the BBC Sports app. Make sure you check out all the details of how to access that. You won't be able to watch that on iFollow. But as usual, we will do the cool-down post-match reaction show. Tonight, though, it was a 1-0 defeat at home to Harrogate. But who will be voted as Mansfield Matters Man of the Match? Get your comments in now. Get your votes in now. And we'll find out who Cameron Nathan put forward as well. Nathan Edge, I'm going to start with you first. How many people are you going to put up for Man of the Match tonight? I think it's going to be a fairly low number. Yep, one. <laughs> Cam Felton, any advances on one? Two. Oh, go on then, give me your two. Uh, I would say Marek Steck and George Lapsley for me. Nathan Edge? It's neither of those two. Ooh. Uh, it's Jordan Bowery for me. Jordan Bowery, okay. Um, for me, I have got... Uh, two um, and I think everyone will disagree with both um, first one I'm going to say Andy Cook because he came on and actually did something actually now I've got three uh, Andy Cook came on did something I felt could have changed the game maybe if he was brought in a little bit earlier um, can actually, a late sub really be up for man of the match though yeah, yeah. is it, is it within the rules yeah. it's in the rules of course it is if they make <laughs> make an impact, it's a rule. I'm sure he, he won it like early on in the season when he came off the bench at half time. Um, the second one, I think this is one which people might disagree with. I thought Callum Gordon did all right down the right hand side. I felt he offered us something tonight. Um, beat his man a, f a fair few times, showed a bit of pace. I just felt he needed a bit of support. Third one, uh, George Lapsley um, got involved again. Didn't perform to the standard we know he can, but uh, yeah. Uh, so come on then, come out of the two. Who are you gonna you gonna give your vote to? And then you've got your pen and your paper, so you can actually do an official count tonight for us. Come on, make use of it. Uh, yes. Uh, so just quick, quick, uh, quick one. Jamie obviously in the comments has also gone for Kellen Gordon as well. So there's a couple of people, but uh, thanks, Jamie. Mug on the way. <laughs> yes, George, George Lapsley, uh, I think was whilst um, obviously had been on a, a decent bit of form, and I think just as a general, I think the team wasn't too great i think lapsley wins it for me purely based on work rate work rate getting the ball down running at running at defense and just really getting the ball going again and i think uh kellen gordon would be up there for me but i just think he was a little bit too ineffective tonight i just like you said i think 
had he have had the support crying out and, for Corey O'Keefe yeah it is just uh, just that support up the inside or someone on the overlap and I know he likes to drive to the byline but when it's his only choice because he's just not got anything he's not really got anything yeah. to aim at in the centre because it, I think just just in general our, our set pieces and our deliveries and crossing was just poor tonight so I think that's the only reason he doesn't get it for me um I'd have probably said Steck had a, a, a he had a relatively quiet game, made some good saves. You're going around the houses, on... man. Stop sitting on the fence. Now you call us to a mash. Give me a name. I'm a slabs oh, on in 15 uh, minutes. Lapsley. I'm sweating. Lapsley. Oh shush. <laughs> and I'm sure uh, you, I'm sure you want Lapsley. to get back to doing what you were doing as well. So I'm thinking of you here, son. Come on. Uh, Lapsley. One me. vote for Lapsley. Uh, Nathan Edge. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Jordan Barry. I mean, at half time, I actually was thinking Callum Gordon, but um, dropped off second wasn't... half. Yeah as good the second half for me so um no I, I i just felt every player basically was was below average and but the only player for me that i thought was was average was 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 jordan barry every time it, it went up to him he actually he, he did something he he wasn't he didn't give it as way away as much as others he, he seemed to at least try and make something happen and i don't think he was spectacular by any means but yeah. i just thought like he didn't he didn't do anything wrong, whereas a lot of the other players did tonight in, yeah. for me. So one vote for uh, for Lapsley, one vote for Jordan Bowery. I'm going to put my vote for Kellen Gordon. I'm going to stick. Uh, I'm going to stick with myself. So we're going to come to you guys in the comments now to be the deciding factor. So Cam, get your, your pen and your, your your bar chart or whatever you're going to do. Uh, I've already, do ready. From the comments that I can see, I've already done. It, okay, so. I'll run through. These are the official ones, the ones that I can see as well. Uh, Jamie, I would go for Kellen Gordon. No player stood out for me. It's very hard though. Um, uh, Roy says uh, hard to pick but I'll go for Benning I actually th thought Benning actually as well I forgot to mention him uh, Mark says Lapsley uh, again only one having a go Clive man of the match Lapsley for work rate the best of a bad bunch um, uh, Roger says Lapsley and then Craig says Kellen Gordon is a great shout so come on Cam quick math let's go so we've got Bowery on one Benning on one Gordon on three Lapsley on three Oh. Oh, so George Lapsley steals the Mansfield Matters Man of the Match uh, tonight, a game which the Stags lost uh, by a uh, goal to nil at home to Harrogate. That's it for tonight. My thanks to Cam Felton and to Nathan Edge as always. We will see them again on Friday night, 6 o'clock, on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters, as we host uh, the next episode in our series, Series 4, Episode 8, the FA Cup making magical memories. We'll have a little look back to tonight and over the last few weeks, but we'll also look back on some FA Cup memories. So send them into our Twitter, our Facebook and what have you. And make sure you stay tuned to our page for details of the quiz where you can win yourself a Mansfield Matters mug. Yes, we've got one more to give away and it could be yours on Friday night. Join us 6 o'clock on our Facebook page for the next episode in the series. And of course, make sure you join us on Sunday, 15 minutes after the full-time whistle-ish, as the Stags embark in the second round of the FA Cup at home to Dagenham and Redbridge. Not the result we wanted tonight, a 1-0 defeat, but still, it's another step on the journey, which will continue to follow all the way. Why? Quite simply, because Mansfield matters. Good night.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.